Good morning. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for another beautiful day we get to spend with you. Please come and join us as we read and help us to learn something. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Count. <clears throat> counsel. Counsel to a romantic, lovesick girl. You have fallen into the sad error which is so prevalent in the degenerative age, especially with women. You are too fond of the other sex. You love their society. Your attention to them is flattering and you encourage or permit a familiarity which does not always accord with the exhortation of the apostle to abstain from all appearance of evil. Turn your mind away from romantic projects. You mingle with your religion a romantic, love-sickening, love-sick sentimentalism which does not elevate but lowers. It is not yourself alone who is affected. Others are injured by your example and influence. Daydreaming and romantic castle building have unfitted you for usefulness. You have lived in an imaginary world. You have been an imaginary martyr and an imaginary Christian. There is much of this low sentimentalism mingled with the religious experience of the young in this age of the world. My sister, God requires you to be transformed. Elevate your affections, I implore you. Devote your mental and physical powers to the service of your Redeemer who has bought you. Sanctify your thoughts and feelings that all your works may be wrought in God. So, what do you think? Well, first off, Ellen White is, this is a letter that she wrote to some girl in the church. And the beginning paragraph, she's talking about how she's, sorry, being too affectionate and too... Um, familiar familiar with the opposite sex mm-hmm. we are pretty amazing mm. wow um so you have to think about <coughs> back in Ellen White's day everybody knew everybody it was a smaller world. It was a world. smaller world. And so it would have been very easy for somebody in the church to see this young person either leaving some boy's house late at night or the boy leaving the house late at night. And or so it would kind of... them spending time together Right, a public. lot of time yeah. in public. And so back then, the the whole... I mean, women couldn't go out. I mean, they had to have chaperones on dates and, Mm -hmm. you know. And so they were a lot more conservative back then. And um, if you were doing anything other than, you know, if you were going out on a date without a chaperone and if you maybe were saw kissing, then if you're kissing, you're obviously doing things in the bedroom, was their thinking. And so Ellen White, I'm not saying, I don't believe Ellen White is saying that you can't 
at, at a, you know at a young age you can't be fond of the opposite sex but i think it's a matter of being careful of how you're being portrayed to others right but also in moderation yeah i mean water is one of the best things that a person can drink but too much of it can kill you mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she then the second paragraph turn your mind away from romantic projects you mingle with your religion a romantic lovesick sentimentalism sentimentalism which does not elevate but only lowers so she's she's taking the religion her her her, her religion and turning it into something just lovey-dovey and soft mm-hmm. there's no real meat in yeah. in what she is preaching and it, and it kind of sounds like this person is a either a very prominent person where she's a deaconess in the church where people are looking up to her or she's doing evangelistic series it is not yourself alone who is affected. Others are injured by your example and influence. Right. Daydreaming and romantic castle building. Romantic <laughs> castle building have unfitted you for usefulness. In other words, she's basically saying that this person's useless. <laughs> Again, some harsh words. Yeah. I think the last sentence of that paragraph is scary because I think all of us at some point in time has been there. You have lived in an imaginary world. You have been an imaginary martyr and an imaginary Christian. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Yeah. There is much of this low sentimentalism mingled with the religious experience of the young in this age of the world. My sister, God requires you to be transformed. Elevate your affections. I implore you, devote your mental and physical powers to the service of your Redeemer who has bought you. Sorry, I have to finish these sentences for him. He's yawning and sneezing. Excuse me. That (laughs) kind of came out of nowhere. This, this, This last part where Ellen White is saying we need to elevate our affections and devote Mm -hmm. our time to God again goes back to what she's been saying all along is the relationship that a couple has is in connection with our relationship our personal relationship with God Mm -hmm. and we need to make sure that our relationship with God is pure and clean. I am I am he exhausted. so tired. At work today, I had to catch the glass coming off of the production line. And it's a nonstop, heavy lifting job for, what did I work today? Eight hours, nine hours? Well, I picked up a piece of tissue that was... 23 pounds. And how many times did you pick that up? At least twice. Mm-hmm. I did, I don't know, a dozen orders that had anywhere from 40 to 120 windows. Hmm. Well, 
Anyway. Mine was gross. <laughs> yeah, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure it was. I would not want to be picking up a 23-pound tissue. That would just was, be... Yeah. Yeah. Big nasty tumor. Anyway, I'm exhausted. Um, what were we saying? <laughs> talking about... The thing is, is we need to devote ourselves to God. A person can't be wanting or trying to start a relationship with somebody if they don't have that connection with God. Mm-hmm. Having that c- connection with God is number one thing that a person needs to do. The number one counsel that I would give anybody, make sure that your connection with God is strong first. Mm-hmm. Once your connection with God is strong, he'll find you the woman of your dreams. I know he did it for me. Hmm. Good for you. anything else you wanted to add no that's it okay let's pray father in heaven we just want to thank you for today and the beautiful opportunity we have to come before you cast our cares upon you so that we can learn of you we thank you for the blessing of your word, the blessing of your counsel that you've given. A lot of young people are entering into this whole marriage thing without knowing anything about it like Rachel and I are. And you have given the counsel so that we can know what we need to do and what we should be doing. We ask that you give us the strength to follow the counsel so that we can be a beacon, our home can be a beacon for others to come and gain shelter from the tax of the devil. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.